0: You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast, episode number 97. Today I'm talking all about Facebook groups and how they can be super powerful within your business, no matter what purpose you are running your business for. Now, Facebook groups are totally underutilized. They are totally thought of as overwhelming. But today I'm sharing the different ways that you can use them to leverage your business, to gain insight and to foster a true community. Speaking of which you should probably join our Insiders Facebook group, just go on to Facebook and search Gold Digger Podcast Insiders and I'll meet you in there. Let's dive on into today's show. It's a good one, but they all are too. You're listening to the Gold Digger Podcast with Jenna Kutcher, the live workshop style business podcast for creative girl bosses. So you can train from the experts how to dig in, do the work and tackle your goals along the way. Here's your host, photographer, educator, artist, and mac and cheese lover, Jenna Kutcher. Hey guys, it's Jenna Kutcher. Welcome to the Gold Digger podcast. Someday I'm going to sing you a song at the beginning of the show to really make you feel loved, but I am so, so thankful you are here today hanging out and I'm excited to talk about something that I think is really underutilized when we are talking about social media and that is the power of Facebook groups. Now, When you hear that, you're probably rolling your eyes and you're like, Lord help me. If somebody adds me to another stinking Facebook group, I'm going to delete my account. But I want to share some of the cool things that can be done with Facebook groups. And I'm also going to give some tips about how to run them, how to invite people into them, what kind of content to share, the whole nine yards. So. For my business, right about now, I have, I believe, five different Facebook groups that me and my team manage. Most of them are centered around students in my courses. So we're using Facebook groups as a means of serving our clients and our students and answering questions and giving them that sense of community. I also have a Facebook group for this podcast. So if you're on Facebook, just type in Gold Digger Podcast Insiders. You can jump on in there. We do a lot of fun things in there and it's just a really cool way to connect with other people. Tune in on in to this voice right here, but... I think that a lot of times entrepreneurs look at Facebook groups as a time suck or a detriment, but there are some really, really big benefits. And I'm seeing them used all across many different industries from photographers to people in MLM, which I'm sure all of us have seen them use Facebook groups to support groups to different educational resources and so much more. And so I kind of want to first just talk about why a Facebook group, because a lot of us are like, okay, I already have a Facebook group. Facebook page. Nobody's seeing my posts anyways. I hustled so hard to get all these likes and now like five people and my mom see my posts, which I feel you. I get it. It's frustrating. But here's the difference. So the main advantages of groups are One, they are way more visible in your newsfeed, which is so cool because as the algorithms have continued to drop, Facebook looks at your page as a fan page, aka your business, aka you're trying to make money, but they look at groups as a true community. And so first things first, you're going to be way more visible in the newsfeed, which is probably the best reason and reason enough right there. But number two is that groups feel way more like a community because the comments of the Members are way more visible. So when you look at it, if you're thinking, oh gosh, that's just so much more work, if you can foster a true community, which we'll talk about in this episode, it can actually be less work because you're putting people in the same place that can help each other out, that can answer each other's questions so that your work becomes minimized. And they also are awesome because groups have this way that you can store and share different files. You can search through posts. So if there's questions that are coming up often, You can use that search feature in the groups to see if you can find an answer, and you can upload different files and documents and poll your audience, which are all things I am about to dive in. Hello, spoiler alert, I'm ruining what's coming up. So when I started Facebook groups, they were basically just a means to help support my students, but I've really started to look and dive a little bit deeper into different ways that we can engage within our groups, how to really create a clear mission and purpose, how to cultivate a community, how to really make people feel seen and heard within these groups. So I want to share some tips and you know me, I love five tips because I feel like five is a number that's not going to freak you out, but five tips on how to run a successful Facebook group. And I'm going to kind to give examples and weave them throughout this episode so that I can share how we're using them in my business and how you could potentially use them within your business, whatever your business might be. So the first tip in running a successful Facebook group is to treat the members like insiders, because let's be honest, they are. So these people have opted in, have clicked in to get access into this group, which I recommend having it be so that you have to accept people in so you don't get those spammers and bots in. So basically, these insiders have requested access into the group, so they should be treated like the exclusive insiders that they are. So it should be a place where you can share news, share announcements. But Before you do so publicly. So, you want these insiders to be the first people to hear about new news, new offers, or information that's not released to the public quite yet. So, things that we do is if we have upcoming launches, we'll release them first inside of our groups. We ask for tons of feedback. We give them exclusive content. I'll do some exciting things, which I'll talk about in a minute. But basically, you want them to feel special. These are the VIPs. And you want to treat them that way because of it. And so you want to make it as easy for them to get in and access. And if you want to outline what the purpose of your group is or have group rules, a cool thing that you can do within a group that you can't necessarily do on a page is pin a post to the top. And I think it's really fun if you can record a little video and say like, hey, it's Jenna here. Welcome to the XYZ group. This group is created for share the purpose of the group, Here are some of the group rules, and walk them through. And what I've realized when it comes to the educational groups where I am serving my students, I love to outline different things. So I'll say things like, if you have questions about the course itself or how to access the platform, I encourage you to reach out to my support group at support at If you have any questions about the content itself, I really, really challenge you to dive into the content, go through the module, fill in the workbook and then come back with your questions because a lot of times your questions will be answered in there. And I like to kind of set that stage, set that expectation and help set people up for success so that they don't just use it as this place to just ask generic questions. Because as a course creator and a content creator, I'm always looking at the overall goal of the course and then walking people through step by step. So a lot of times their questions are answered within the modules themselves. So when I talk about having insight you want to make sure that your group has this purpose, that purpose is very clear and outlined, and then you can set your group up for success using that pinned post, creating a little video or outlining the rules of the group at the top of the page so that they can see that as they enter and know exactly what it's about. Now, one thing I want to caution you on that a lot of people forget is if you are ever accessing groups from a mobile device on Facebook, on the app, they hide the pinned post. So when you log into that group, there's just going to be this little bar at the top that is so easy to miss that says view pinned post. And so a lot of times you want to encourage people or remind people of that because if they're just logging in from their phone, they're probably never going to see that because a lot of times we don't even know to click on that. But it's super, super awesome when you're talking about working from a desktop because you can see that video first things first right when you jump into the group. When it comes to content creation, you either do it because you love it or because you know it's a powerful business tool. membership sites, and so much more. So visit activations.com forward slash gold digger now for over 60% off. Do not miss out on this crazy deal. They rarely do discounts and it expires soon. That's activations.com forward slash gold digger. Now, the second tip for running a successful Facebook group is to encourage these insiders to make it their group, meaning the group you are bringing together brings value to each other, and it's not just this place for you to get asked questions. Now, obviously, a lot of times when people jump into my groups, they want to hear from me, and I totally respect and acknowledge that, but I also want them to start to learn to lean on each other, to help each other out, to foster this community, to cultivate that so that when they have questions, they are all jumping in to answer. And of course, I'm going to hop in and answer as well. So you want your members to help each other out, to offer feedback to one another, to engage in conversation and to create true community. And I talk all about this in my mentoring session on podcast episode number 20, where I chat with Robin Downs. I talk about why I think that she needs to start a Facebook group and how to kind of facilitate that that it's not taking up a ton of her time, but it's really creating this place for people to meet up. Now, if someone asks a good question in my course or if they email me, I often encourage them to bring it into the Facebook group, not just to like get out of answering it because I'm going to answer it, but because often the group can help bring a different perspective and they often have different advice. And that way, if they have this question, chances are someone else might have that question. So instead of me just answering it privately, I want to pull it into the Facebook group so that I can answer it and other students. Students and viewers and insiders can benefit from it. So, one of the things that I think is so cool about having a Facebook group, and I see this all the time, is when I go through a different course launch, I promise that I will be an active participant within the Facebook group for a certain amount of time. And I do this to protect myself because as my offerings continue to grow, I could be active in like 1,800 Facebook groups and it could literally take up my entire day. But I want first my students to know that there is a form of scarcity in the sense that I want them to dive into the content and get started. But two, that I want them to kind of know that I have boundaries in how I'm going to be within the Facebook group. And so when you can follow tip number two, encourage people to make it their group and give them that sense of pride and ownership and that sense of community, it can really seriously help your workflow as the creator So that people aren't just popping in there and taking you in the questions, but presenting it to the group as a whole. Now, I have Facebook groups of all different sizes. I think one of my Facebook groups had like 12,000 people in it, and it was so... Overwhelming, but I also have Facebook groups of a thousand, eight hundred, five hundred, and it's really cool because a lot of times people can really truly connect within those groups. They can find similarities or points of connection, like we talk about on the show, or things they have in common. I have seen people that have met through my Facebook groups meet up in real life and create true friendships, which is pretty much amazing. So when you present the Facebook group, not just just as a Q&A forum, but a true place to ask and to interact with one another. It is so cool to see all the relationships. And one of the best ways that you can help encourage this is through posting different prompts. When we talk about creating this community, I want people to start communing together right so we will post different prompts throughout the week like hey what's something you're working on and we'll encourage people to comment what is it that they're working on and then to engage with three other comments on that thread so pick three different people that are working on things and encourage them today or in my instagram course we will do a daily thread where if you want you can post your most recent post and then engage with five other people on that thread not as a means of like an instagram pod, but as a means of seeing, do you have different things in common with other people? Are there ways that you could create accountability or answer questions or just help each other out? And so it's a really cool way to foster that. But you as the founder of the Facebook group are a really crucial leader in helping do that. And Little things like commenting when one of your members comments on someone else's like, hey, thanks so much for chiming in Ashlyn. I loved your comment. I think that's so helpful. Do what she says or things like that where it just shows like, hey, I noticed that you are helping each other out and that is such a cool, cool thing. Now, number three is probably my favorite, favorite reason of having a Facebook group, and that is the ability to poll your audience. I cannot talk about polling your audience enough. And I think a lot of times in our podcast episodes, we talk about it briefly, But I want to dive in a little bit deeper in how Facebook groups can really, really help you. So first things first, if people are requesting access into your group, they are likely the right people. I mean, of course, you're going to get a handful of people that are eh, not perfect fit. But if people are saying, I want to be inside of this group, and trust me, so many of us are trying to get out of groups because we're like, there's just too much going on. If they're requesting access in because they want to be a part of it, then they are likely very close or actually your ideal clients. These are the people that are raising their hand and saying, yes, I want more. I want to hear from you more. I want to learn more or I want to purchase more, whatever that looks like. And so when we start talking about polling your audience, I teach this concept in all of my courses about the importance of surveying your audience in order to get a clear idea on what they are needing and what they want from you next. And so a Facebook group is the perfect place To accomplish this. So if you're part of my Gold Digger podcast group, you'll often see me asking everyone what topics or people or guests or questions that they want to hear about next, as we're working on future episodes. And so you guys as the listeners are shaping what this show actually looks like. And I want to know I want to hear from you. And so it's been so cool to have this insiders group, which is growing every day, to be able to say you guys are the ones tuning in. You are enjoying these episodes. What was your favorite episode? What is your biggest struggle? What is something you wish you could learn about. I want to have this group drive the content that I'm creating because these are the people that have gone the extra mile to be a part of my tribe. So when you look at polling your audience, you want to be very specific and strategic in doing so. And so whenever I poll my audience, I want to have a very clear purpose in the questions that I'm asking. I want to not just ask a question for the sake of asking it, but to really have a bigger mission, a bigger vision in mind. And so different questions that I'll ask will be things like, you know, what is the number one struggle right now in your business? Or what is one goal that you are working to achieve? achieve that you're just not able to achieve quite yet? Or what is one question you wish you could ask? And I am looking at all of these answers and it is helping me create new freebies, create new courses, create new templates for the shop, create new episodes. It is the driving force behind my content creation process. And it's such a cool way to interact and let these insiders feel heard. So a lot of times what I'll do is I will specifically pull my audience and then I'm going to have a member of my team jump on in and compile all the results. So are we seeing any trends? Are we seeing any language that is repeated over and over again? Are we seeing a question that would make a great piece of content? So I have my team just help me in terms of the data collection because what good is asking a question if you're not actually really looking at the data? And then we're taking that and we're outlining, okay, what are we going to do with this information? because this is the information that we need to be the driving force behind what we're doing. I love pulling my audience in my course groups because in those Facebook groups, these are the people that have purchased my courses, that have taken them, that have used the actions that I've outlined for them and seen results. So I do a lot of fun contests within my course groups. Right now we're doing a testimonials contest where I am going to refund one of my students every single penny if they can share their results. Not for my glory, but I want to hear what they've done with the work and how it's changed their life. We do different giveaways, different scholarships. I give away one-on-one sessions within my course groups because these are the people who have put down money and said, I want to learn from you. And I value that so deeply. And so I love polling them because I want to know how else can I help you? How else can I serve you? What else do you need from me? And so one of the coolest things about Facebook groups is that you are not just throwing out a survey question into the void and hoping the right people are answering it. But you have a really specific segment of your audience ready and available and really making it easy for them to answer and respond. So utilize that if you have a Facebook group. And if you don't have one, this might be reason enough to create one. Now, one of my favorite things to do, which is number four, is utilize Facebook Live. I am not a huge lover of live streaming because you guys, like when I say like I hang out in my PJs or I put on face masks in the middle of the day or I seldom wear a bra. I legitimately mean that like, Drew questions my personal hygiene way too often. But the truth is, is that live streaming some days I'm like, oh gosh, the last thing I want to do is get in front of a camera and like show up for these people. But here's the thing. Within your private Facebook groups, it can be an awesome way to continue delivering content to your insiders while also creating this more personal, exclusive connection. We all want exclusive. We all want to feel like VIPs. So doing Facebook lives in your specific groups is a really awesome way to do that. So I try really, really hard to pop into each of my groups live once a month and just deliver more content, more insight, more ideas or inspiration. I like to share what we're working on within my business and how it applies to the content that they are consuming. And I think that Facebook Live is just an overall resource that is underutilized, even by me. And it's a really cool way to make your insiders feel special with whether you're doing just like a and a or you're teaching a new subject, sharing about new content you've added, or just saying, hey. And I've seen a lot of different companies, specifically those multi-level marketing companies, really leverage Facebook Live. And I think it's something that can challenge all of us as entrepreneurs because there's so much power in Live streaming, whether it's somebody showing themselves washing their face or putting on a lipstick or modeling their new clothes or whatever that looks like. And I think that we could all take a line from that book and start using Facebook Live more. Even if it's just on our Facebook pages, there is so much power. Facebook is so behind this live streaming feature that they're putting a lot of presence in it. If you scroll through your newsfeed, chances are you're going to see different Facebook lives popping up or different live videos. And so using that, utilizing it within your Facebook groups is just a really, really cool way to quickly deliver content in a more personal way to make people feel Extra special and to feel loved on and to feel supported within your group. And I, Jenna Kutcher, need to get better about doing this and practice what I'm preaching because it is something that is so underutilized. One tip when we do this is I think it's a really great idea to announce in advance when you are going to go live so that your audience or your members in your Facebook group are ready and excited to engage with you because there is nothing worse than getting on live and there is like three people. People watching and nobody commenting, and you're literally talking to yourself, which Let's be honest, I've gotten really good at talking to myself on this podcast, but it's really cool if you can say like, hey guys, we're going live tomorrow at X amount of time, 12 p.m. CST. And if you have any questions, just comment them on this thread. I'll be sure to answer them for you live. And I think it's a really cool way to add additional support to your members, to answer any questions that people might have, and to just facilitate that community feature so that people can feel seen and heard. I love, love, love interacting with my students that way. And I love taking them to church and preaching a little bit of inspiration while I'm on live. Gold diggers, we all know the B2B landscape can be a bit complex. From lengthy buying cycles to complicated decision-making processes, reaching your target audience can be tough. But I found a solution tailored just for you. LinkedIn ads. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash gold digger and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash gold digger for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Now, one tool that I think is so, so exciting is that you can actually automate posts within your Facebook groups. And I'm sure you're like, what? That's so crazy. But one thing people don't understand is that it takes a lot of work and manpower and time and energy and payroll hours and planning. And not to mention the amount of content that you have to create to run these Facebook groups. But one thing that I think should be noted and it's really, really cool is that you can automate some postings in your groups using a tool like Meet Edgar. And I wish I had an affiliate link. I should probably get one because I talk about Meet Edgar a lot. Laura Roeder was on our show a few episodes back talking all about automation. But I think that it's really cool because What you can do is you can create different graphics or posts and then schedule when they're going to go out. So on Mondays, I love to ask my students, like, what is one thing you're working on this week? And then on Fridays, I want them to celebrate their success. And so we can schedule these posts out. And that way, I don't have to remember like, oh, I need to post this in five different groups. I can just pop in and see what everyone's working on, encourage them, like their stuff, comment back, support them without remembering to just post in the first place And so I think it is really cool to just drop in the important posts on certain days of the week. And that gives us that chance to engage with our insiders or our course students on those posts. So those certain posts come out and drop at the right times. But then me and my team, we can follow up, encourage, answer questions without remembering that post in the first place. So if you're like, I cannot add one more thing to my plate, I want to encourage you to understand that you can automate this, which is so stinking awesome. So one extra tip that I'm going to add a little daily double bonus tip is I learned this from somebody in my mastermind, and I think it is probably one of the best tips I've ever got. But we have different team members on my team. So we have Alex, who actually was one of my students in a couple of my courses. She is our community manager at this point because I was getting sucked into these Facebook groups and it was taking up a ton of my time and I was feeling really guilty if I wasn't able to answer every single question. And so I was like, I need help with this. Who's going to be the person to do that? And so I ended up hiring Alex, who has helped my business in different ways throughout this year. And we created her a Facebook account that is Jenna Kutcher, but it is Jenna Kutcher support. So it's a pink graphic with the JK logo on it. And she is my support person. So instead of having her log in under me and be like deceitful and answering questions as me, we have her log into that account, which she has access to and has access as an admin to all of our groups. And then she can answer different questions because she's taken all of my courses. So she knows the content intimately. She knows me well. And she can help support my students so that then I can pop in at certain times of the week and answer any questions that are specific to me. And so having that support person that's logging in for maybe an hour each day and going through each of my groups and answering questions, facilitating conversations, pointing people in the right direction, that has saved me tons of time and tons of brain space. Because the thing is, is when you look at it across the board, I'm serving well over 10,000 people throughout the different Facebook groups that I'm running. And if I'm logging into Facebook, which let's be honest, most of us have a tab with Facebook opened. I don't know why we do this to ourselves, but we do. I was constantly just getting distracted and pulled away and people would tag me in these posts. So then I'd feel like, oh my gosh, if they know that I saw this and didn't respond, they're going to think I'm an awful educator. But just like everything else in your business if you're running Facebook groups you have to have clear boundaries and so I ask my students to not tag me in the post and to say hey I have set aside specific times throughout the week that I will be checking in here to answer your questions you don't have to tag me because it almost deters other people from answering the question and I promise I will pop in and get in there and I always under promise over deliver so I seriously have been in Facebook groups where I said I'm to be in this group and active for five weeks. And it's like a year later, and I'm still active in it almost daily. But I love serving my students and I love being a part of their community. I love seeing their successes and I love answering their questions. It's just something that you, just like everything else in your business, you have to create boundaries around. So something that's been really helpful to me is that I will look at my team and I will say, who is popping into what group today? And we kind of divide and conquer in that sense so that every group is getting served throughout the day. And then I will spend maybe an hour or two hours per week in in total going through and answering the remaining questions or anything that I don't think was answered correctly or that like needs a little extra clarification. And of course, if I'm browsing Facebook and something pops up and I'm on and I'm not like distracted, I love to answer them. I think that Facebook groups are amazing. Like I said, you're probably getting automatically added to them. And so I feel like it would be really important to note that I do not believe that you should go out and start a Facebook group and add everything. Every stranger and person from high school and that one person that you met that one time at church into your group so that you can sell to them. But I think just as everything else, whether it's email marketing or social media marketing or putting stuff out there, you should focus on serving. So these Facebook groups should not be a place where you're constantly selling. That is the number one mistake I see being made by people past the fact that they're just adding random strangers into the group. And then all of a sudden you're like, how did I end up in here? I do not want this lipstick. But thank you so much. I am leaving the group and have hurt feelings. I think that you should really create this community that is focused on service way before you ever focus on selling. And so just like everything else, I think that you need to pull your audience so that you know how to serve them. And when the time comes and you have an offer that they might be interested in, you can extend that invitation without having it to be a hard sell. So these people, they are likely your people. You need to treat them as such. You need to value them and honor them and encourage them and help excite them through everything. But I really think that having a successful, Facebook group can really be pivotal in your success. I think a lot of times, wedding photographers, for example, could have a Jenna Kutcher Bride Insiders group where all of my brides can hang out, talk about wedding plans, share vendors, talk about their experience, offer tips, offer any feedback. I could share different articles on things like planning for your engagement session or what to wear, or how to plan your wedding day schedule, and have a place where I know I'm reaching the right people. And so you You can create a Facebook group, no matter what kind of work you're doing, that can really facilitate the community that we've talked about in this episode, but also give you that direct feedback that you might need in order to inspire you when it comes to creating more content for your audience. I love my Facebook groups. If after today you're like, I need to be in the Gold Digger Podcast Insiders group, which duh, you do just hop onto Facebook and type in Gold Digger Podcast Insiders, or we have a link at golddiggerpodcast.com. But I would love to hear from you. I'd love to have you in there. And I love to hang out in there almost daily so that I can hear about what kind of takeaways you're getting from the episodes or what action you're taking or what questions you might have or just where you listen. And so I think it is such a cool tool. It's highly underutilized. And I cannot wait to see what you do with your very own Facebook group. Get out there, make it. It takes no time at all. Set it up, get it going, invite people in, and have fun with it, guys. This is a really cool way to drive communities within your business and to set even bigger goals because you know that your message is landing in the laps of the people who are eager to hear it. Until next time, gold diggers, keep on digging your biggest goals, get out there, make a Facebook group, have some new friends and serve up that content that only you can offer. Thanks for listening to Gold Digger